Welcome everyone. We are about to begin with Hashem Shalombaya Shir number 70. Email address shalombaya777 at gmail.com. I'm going to quote now and talk about basically a uh, book reading by Tord, uh, by Rabbi Simon Jacobson called Towards a Meaningful Life. The Wisdom of the Rebbe has a lot of beautiful, beautiful books. If there's any one given book um, to recommend, this is one of them. It has a chapter on each of extremely important subjects and um, encapsulates concepts extremely well and in very powerful ways. So he does have a chapter on intimacy there, and he talks about it, and he talks about that um, it needs to be a combination of discipline and sanctification, self-control, and to view sexuality as sacred. And um, with boundaries, like we talked about. And not to go with the modern society, where they feel that sexuality is involving two people who are interested in each other just to satisfy their own needs. It's not meant to be that. Um, The pleasure of it is a Pesach to become transcendent beyond it, allowing each one to see inside your soul so you could build something together. That's the purpose behind it. And that is by introducing Hashem into the relationship. That's how they transcend their individual desires. And then it is then that marriage is a perfect environment. Now we talked in the past about um, couples, um, some choosing to be more uh, restrictive in their sexual activity, some a lot more liberal, and we talked about both sides of it. And But this is true even if one is more liberal and takes some leniencies in these regards and um, indulges somewhat in, in the sexual experience more. But they both need to realize, the husband and wife, even as they practice that. And they do that, they need to understand what the tachlis is. And we talked about it before. And certainly outside of marriage, or, or um, two individual people just being sexual together is not the tachlis, and it's not intimacy that's experienced properly. And um, another interesting thing that's important is that intimacy is meant to be modest. It's meant to be between a husband and a wife alone. And um, you see children are the only ones that when they're born, they're not modest because they're sort of like the 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 way it was, they have a certain innocence about them. That's why you see that really, really young children, you know, one, two years old, they can walk around without being clothed and they don't feel a sense of shame. They don't have the concept yet of that. So you could attribute that to the lack of um, intelligence at that point in time that it's not developed. But in a deeper aspect, it's because they are innocent. It's like shait, It's like before the Chet Eitzadas. Uh, but once you get older, you experience a certain amount of knowledge and a certain amount of need for an innate sense of modesty that's required. And that's when you f- realize that there's a responsibility that goes along with it. And so we always have to combine intimacy with a respect 
And um, especially in our society, people don't want restrictions. They want all forms of sexual behavior to be acceptable. And um, the truth is the Torah does not ask us to deny sexuality altogether. Torah does not want that. The Torah wants us to experience it in a healthy way. A healthy way between a husband and wife, in a way that will enhance human growth, progress, and to use this in a controlled area, in a private area, between a husband and a wife where the Shechina dwells, to build each other and to build families and to build society that way. And that's the way it's truly meant to be. And um, those are standards that we have to um, abide by and that we have to uh, consider very, very importantly. Because it is very important. It's a responsibility. The sexual aspects of a person is a responsibility. He needs to use it or she needs to use it in a responsible way. And um, in our society, it's... um, the more the problem is, is the more it's indulgent and it's being used that way, the more um, cheap it actually gets, and actually the less enjoyment um, is um, felt when you do that. Um, because what people do is they take the pleasure of the sexual experience, they separate it from the meaningful relationship that's meant to be to along with it. And if that pleasure is the sole aim, only the sexual pleasure, it's a paradox. The more they succeed in doing that and isolating that and only looking for the pleasure and not for the higher purpose of it, the less pleasurable sex will become. And the less emotional contact there is, the less fascination and the less meaningful is the sexual experience. And the fascination ultimately dissipates and the enjoyment um, goes away and it's you could see that very very clearly for people that are indulgent you know they may feel on a high when they are being indulgent for a while um, you know going doing whatever they want to do and experiencing whatever they feel want to experience without any restrictions but as you see and this is based on studies and based on their own testimony it's emptier, it gets emptier and emptier, and drier and drier, and it becomes a lot less enjoyable as time goes on. And um, that's the problem with our culture these days. We, in the Torah view, does not view the sexual experience per se as sinful. Like we said, in the right context, engaged in the conscious purpose of what it's meant to be. It's a positive commandment. It's a force of connection. Um, it's um, derived from the, the deep essence of it is through giving, through causing one to be connected with the other, both in body and then beyond the physical. Yes, the sexual experience is a plane, is a, is a way, if you do it properly, to go beyond the physical and see into the neshama. And it could be the most meaningful, meaningful expression of love and of charity and of benevolence. And 
it's possibly the highest human desire that can become an expression of holiness. And um, this physical union enhances the spiritual union of two individuals, the husband and wife, the male and the female, with a blend of giving and receiving with each other, from each other, by way of learning and experiencing this connection that's not just physical, but emotional and mental and spiritual. And um, that's very, very important to understand. This is how we differ from animals. And our sexual behavior is different from animals. You see, with animals, they also have this, and they also may have these elaborate um, behaviors. If you study the animal behavior, they have rituals of courtships and um, different things that they do to attract each other's attention and so on and so forth. But with them, it's purely biological. It's instinct. It's the purpose of it for animals is solely for their purpose of procreation. It's solely for the continuation of the species. And um, this, um, you know, there's a book called Simple Words by Adin Steinsaltz, fascinating book, going through each um, different important words and going through the deep meaning of them. So he said pretty much what is said over here. Um, so we're not animals. Human beings have, beyond the biological purpose of the sexual experience of procreation, which is definitely one of the purposes, there's no question about it, there's also the way through our free will and um, through our ability of understanding and our emotions to be able to go beyond it's beyond bio- biology, it's beyond, um, it's beyond um, Teva. And it's used, Hashem created it, for the purpose of bringing about not just a physical connection or a biological connection to procreate and to have children, but as a means towards a deeper emotional relationship physiological uh, relationship and it's very very important because if by a human being if they separate and just consider it biology it becomes a very one-dimensional aspect that could be very very harmful so it's important for us to know that the sexual feelings and experiences is a gift it's meant to be used but it's also meant to be used responsibly only between husband and wife, and for a higher purpose. And again, like we said before, even those that want to experience it in a more free way, and they um, apply these kulais, these leniencies, to practice certain things um, liberally, they have to have that kavana in mind. Ultimately, the result and the purpose behind it is to connect not just in a physical way, but connect in a deep emotional way, and to connect in a spiritual way, to use it as a means to increase the spiritual connection between the husband and wife, and between them and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is there with them.
um, who gave you this gift in the first place. Have a wonderful day.